It's time to shut up and listen with your host, Jamila Bannister and Carla Johnson, the podcast where we get real about marketing, personal branding, and life as an entrepreneur. Carla, you ready? I'm ready. It's time to shut up and listen. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome back to another week of shut up and listen hi guys <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry I... <laughs> Carla, how you been my my friend my oh my god it has been a very hot hot few days here in trinidad and Tobago. thankfully the beaches are open so yeah. you know what we can beat the heat but other than that i've been fabulous as usual. <laughs> you know, Carla just playing water. She's been on TV like on TV and in the press in the last couple of weeks all over. Um yes, I, I try my best. I'm <laughs> talking about her stuff. So yes, yes I was in Beijing as well. So don't yeah. forget that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We last couple of weeks we went to flights a couple of places. You went to Beijing, oh, yes. you, went to you were in London. How was your trip? Oh, it was like a, it was like a, you know, spin around the sign, you go, you speak, <laughs> you talk to your audience, yes. and then you come back. <laughs> yes, people, we have been jet setting all over the world virtually, of course, and we have been doing our thing, spreading the good word to all the people who will just shut up and listen mm-hmm. to what we have to say. For real, and and then that's how it's been. <laughs> it's been good. So this is episode what seven. I so believe. Yeah, well, Math is not my thing, right? So I believe it's seven. I'm going to trust you that it's seven. Yeah, it's seven. <laughs> we made it this far. And um, so in this episode, we've actually, well, guys, you know, we, when we do our planning, we have like a whole bunch of things we want to talk about. So, of course, every every time we have to record it, like, okay, which one do we pick now? Which one do we pick now? Because there's so many good topics. Um, but today, the today's episode, we're going to be talking about we've, we've called it business dodgeball. You know that game dodgeball where you try to avoid getting hit, you know, so you can avoid the pain. Business dodgeball is when you kind of when you avoid um, partners, prospects, people, and anything else in business who are who are basically about to waste your time. How do you recognize yeah. them? How do you spot them? How do you know that you know they're not going to now? I think Carla, I think Carla and I have a different um two different definitions of, of what it means to waste one's time, but albeit different, um valid, and I think different perspective. Mm-hmm. So my perspective is my perspective is a simple one where people simply don't do what they need to do to get the result. And as a result, they don't accomplish anything and you are not able to build your reputation as and build your brand as um, an expert on somebody who gets results. And yes. that could be any number of things that they do to waste your time. <laughs> and well, my perspective is more along the lines of, you know, when you have people and they say that they want to invest with you and you can turn a prospect into a client, but the, the ulterior motive is, they don't want to spend money with you. They just want to waste your time. They want to get 
as much information. They want to get as much things that they can get out of you and control the situation, but they really don't want to spend that money with you. That, that hurts them for some reason. So that's my definition of time wasted. As Jamila said, they're both very valid. And I think as we go through, we'll be able to show you guys how mm-hmm. these people will be wasting your time. Yes. Okay. So the, our first time waste has taken us straight to the hospital, the emergency room. <laughs> I swear emergency. we need we need sound effects, Jamila. Mark that down. We need sound effects. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to the ER. <laughs> I'll put in a word for our manager that we get the sound effects. <laughs> But essentially, the people, when we say ER, we mean people who are always in, in a hurry. It's always an emergency for them for them to get something done. So, they're, so you know those people who come to you and they're like, yeah, but I need to get this done. Like, no. So when they want to get this done, like, I can get it like by, in, by Friday, by end of the week, or I can do this time by tomorrow. Uh, I mean, something like that actually happened to me last week. Um, somebody who I know, I don't want to say who they are, how I know them. But anyway, they called me to do something for a friend of theirs, and um, they called me on Thursday, and then finally they were like, did I, did I get it? Did I? I'm like, no. I said, I have a lot going on, first of all. And second of all, the actual person who wants the service has not even reached out. I said, I have questions around what they want, you know, and I would like to know. I would need to get more detail before I can make a move anyway. And they're like, okay, no problem. Um, Here's the person's number. Call them now. I said, no, 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 no. I am busy now. When I'm finished with my meeting, I will call them after. Safe to say I called the person, they never answered. And they never called me back. Right? <laughs> so no. when, when people are always in a rush to get things done, I have and, yeah. and that applies to every area of life. They're always in a rush. You know, they want to they want to kiss and make up and tell you I love you in a month's time. <laughs> That's a problem. That is a problem. <laughs> the thing is, what we realized is that a lot of the people that, you know, everything has to be now or this has to happen like yesterday or like last week, half, mm. if not all the time, they're just confused, right? They don't even know what they want, right? Because mm. when you actually, if you actually do take God out of your thoughts and you drop everything and you actually have a conversation with them, you really don't know what it is that they want because they don't know what they want the only thing that they are sure about is how unsure they are of what it is that they actually want so guys here's what if ever you are to run into somebody who tells you to drop everything now or they show up in your inbox at whatever hour and they want everything like yesterday and they find that you're taking too long to respond and by the time you get up in the morning it's like 50 missed calls red flag people those are people to run from yeah i mean you know i was looking at a clip of steve harvey and he 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 said that most times when people think they have an emergency they really don't because if they if you don't if you just if they tell you that they have an emergency and you decide to respond to them like two days later the problem's still there and they have mm-hmm. calmed down, and you realize it was not an emergency to begin with. So sometimes the way people define the word emergency and the way that they actually 
they operate as though you know they're walking walking on hot coals and they're just trying to run away from what they have going on and run into a solution. You know, mm-hmm. you'd realize that you know maybe you were overthinking this thing. And as as you said, Carla, when people may be very confused. And to be honest, if you come into somebody who's running a professional service, which inherently most times will take time to get done, you're not going to come to the person in a hurry. Right, you're going to come with a certain level of consideration because mm-hmm. also most times people in situations like that, they don't have the money anyway. Most times they don't. And they don't have they can't afford certain things. I'm not saying all, I'm just saying most times. Most times people who understand how certain things work don't necessarily come to you in a way where they expect things to be done ASAP, particularly if you were exactly. like uh a professional knowledge worker like like us, you know, in marketing, that takes time. Brand building, that takes time. Even accounting, even finance, anything with that, anything to build, anything to build these three in these three the three magic industries that Russell Brunson talks about: health, wealth, and relationships. All take time, so you can't yeah. get anything done in a rushed, fast way. Must take mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Must take time. Absolutely, and that. And that actually brings us to our number two, the ones who like their own way. Because yeah. you you already tried to rush me, which I ignored, right? But now when I entertain you, you were like, I just I just want this done this way. And I may say to you, as Jamila had said, you know, I may you may hop into my inbox, but you know what? I don't want you in my inbox. I have a system. I have a procedure. You need to book through this link. You need to head to my website. But you want to bypass mm. all of that because you want to do what you want to do. Another mm. red flag. Mm-hmm. Or, you want, or, they, or people want to, you know, they want to get you on WhatsApp. And let me tell you something. Let me, let me, let me just tell you something. Let me tell you a pain of um, people who are who work in the digital space. We have a lot of messengers to attend to, right? Mm-hmm. From Facebook Messenger to LinkedIn Messenger to DMs on the what on um on, on Instagram, right? And when you add fa- not Facebook, WhatsApp on top of that, I mean, how am I manning all of these portals of chat coming at me? Now imagine if you are somebody who's running a business and you have to deal with people chatting, chatting with you in all these places and managing. No, that's why it's important for you to streamline things and you to have a process. So when people have to speak with you, they always go through the same process. And it's important that you teach people to respect that process as well. So if people want you to, um, or they want to leave important information for you via, via voice note or via WhatsApp, that is the absolute worst. You know why? Because WhatsApp messages get pushed down the line when other mm-hmm. messages come on top of it, right? Two, many times, right, when you're complete, when, you're, when, you're, when your attention is, 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 is divided among all the other things you have going on in front of you on your, on your computer, you may or may not check your WhatsApp message, right? And sometimes messages just get missed. They do. But mm-hmm. I can guarantee you one thing I do not miss is an email. Exactly. I do not miss an email. You know why? Because I'm not the only one checking. I may have my admin admin coordinator checking. I may CC her and stuff. You know, so you really want people to be able to respect your process. 
and you want to train them to respect that process so that you know um, so that you can keep your wits about you <laughs> right you can keep your wits about you and that they really you know you really create an impression of a professional service and mm. you get them in line essentially with what you have going on you kind of teach them a certain level of discipline as well right don't accept it I when think people so. don't yeah, I just got to say that. I think what happens is if you have somebody that is outright dismissing your process, you have to mm. look at them funny because it means mm. that if they're not going to respect these simple things, these simple guidelines, mm. we start to work with them. What's going to happen? They're not going to listen. They're going to mm. they're going to disregard every single thing that you say. They're not going to um, they're not going to what what's the word? They're, they're not going to respect your process or, or even the bigger things moving on if they're not even going to respect these little things. So I think oh, having somebody who outright is saying to you, I'm not going to do it this way, do it this other way because it's easier for me or it's better for me or this is how I prefer, that is indeed a red flag because it doesn't make sense getting deeper in a professional relationship with someone like that. It, it's only going to amount to some sort of headache or some sort of friction moving forward. Oh yeah, people who don't listen, Jesus Christ! I mean, <laughs> I mean like that. That and I respect the process too. When it comes down to sometimes people who don't listen. So like, I remember, for example, um, somebody wanted me to help them with something. Now the the, the thing that killed me with this too is that this person wasn't paying me to do it. So. It really was me doing something that I felt that I should do or felt that I could do and without the support and the help. But this person just would not listen. And it was it was the most frustrating thing because what would happen is that they won't they wouldn't listen. And then a month later they would come back and they would be scrambling and hurrying and saying, Oh my gosh, I'm so frustrated. I need to be able to uh, make money this month and you always have the right words, you know how to capture my brand. You know, you, you could you could really you could really put it together for me. You know, I, I could only write very, very long and um I need you to be able to, you know, tie it up real fast, uh, and tie it up really quickly and easily and with impact with your words. And I would give the person the same advice over and over again, and they wouldn't take it. And then they would come back until eventually I had to put a stop to that. I told them, do not call me with this anxious, <laughs> energy, right? Don't call me until you have something for me to work with. Because I already told you once, twice, 10 times that that is not the way things work, right? You cannot call me and frustrate me. I said, because that is exactly what you do. You cannot call me and frustrate me um, about, uh, about what's happening with you. I mean, I mean, Make no mistake, I understand the person's uh, challenges. I'm an entrepreneur as well, and I know what it's like. Um, but what I do not do is I don't ignore the advice I get from people who know better. Right? I yeah. listen, and I follow the process. If it and you know what I realize? Yeah, you know what I realize about people who like their own way too? They're always quick to blame somebody else. They don't want to mm. listen, as you quite rightfully said. They don't want to listen to the process. They don't want to do what you tell them to do. They don't want to listen to the advice. And then they go to somebody else, right? 
And then they, they, they're quick to blame that person from before. Oh, they didn't tell me what to do. Oh, they didn't give me good advice. Oh, this didn't work out because they were the ones that, that didn't advise me properly. When it's really just them not listening and not doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, I mean, that, that's true. Um, and if you find that somebody is coming to you and somehow you, you know it's the conversation that you need to have with new prospects too you know and it, the way they speak about the last person they worked with and why it probably didn't work out is always important to listen to listen to that listen very carefully during conversations like those because oftentimes they may discredit the previous person they may have worked with and um it may not necessarily be that the previous person wasn't good or they didn't do a good job but because of this client or this prospect is a difficult person to work with because many times mm -hmm. they may not listen or many times they may not do the work that's required. And then when they don't get the outcome, when they don't get the outcome that they want, they're upset with you. But mm -hmm. the reality is you didn't do what was required in order for you. You didn't follow the process, right? You didn't mm -hmm. listen and you didn't follow the process. So if it didn't turn out in the way that you wanted, that's not the fault of the person who would have taught. Now, it's quite possible that the, uh, that the other person that they may have worked with before giving the same service may have been um, on the par. But it's also quite possible that they are deceptive. And I, I've come across people like that. They don't, they lack the self-awareness to recognize that they are in fact quite difficult to work with. Yeah. You know, because they don't listen. And in their mind, people don't listen to them. But if you have not done it already and you came to somebody who knows what they're doing, let them do their job. If yeah, you knew what agreed. you were doing, you would have done it already. Yeah. So guys, that's your red flag. If they're constantly blaming someone else, look into mm -hmm. it. Figure out if it is really that other person's fault or if they themselves weren't listening. And as we mentioned before, if they're not respecting your process now, don't think that if you do decide to work with them that they're going to um, respect your process. They'll just be wasting your time and frustrating you during the process. So make sure and look out for those red flags. For sure. For <laughs> sure. All right, so who's the next type of person that we, that we have to have to have to make um, our listeners hip to? Okay, so let's call them the brain pickers. Let's call them the ones that show up and always ask, could you check this for me? Could you read this over? What do you think of And they say it with a smile on their face or a pep in their step, and they always name drop. Oh, you're friends with XYZ. I saw you're connected with XYZ. Pleasure to meet you. Could you check this over for me? I cannot, cannot <laughs> tell you how many of them that exist out here, the brain pickers, because they come to you and they make you feel, okay, if you help them out, that you know there's a chance that you all could work together because they value your opinion and they value your knowledge. Yeah, they value it, but they value it for free, right? Never forget. Because at the end of the day, they want to squeeze as much knowledge and information out of you as humanly possible to build themselves up. And I, mm -hmm. I, I can give you 
the story that comes to my brain is that a couple of years ago, when I was first starting out and desperate for people to take notice of me, um, there was a particular person that showed up in my inbox and we were connected through someone else and she would say things like, oh my God, could you, I, I saw you on Facebook and I think you're fabulous. Could you check this for me? First time. And then two, three days later, she came back. Oh, I just got this email from um, somebody who wants me to advertise with them. Could you make sure that um, what it is it's, that I am going to be receiving, that it's worth it? Okay, I did it. And then she came back and she told me, oh, you know what? I'm going to have this huge expo in the next couple of months. And I really want you to be a part of it, right? But in the meantime, could you check this proposal? And this went on for, I, I'm not going to lie, this probably went on off and on for like about three months, off and on. Mm. And then, this was three years ago, right? She's never hired me. This was three years ago. But my point is, they come so nice and they come so sweet and they come so, oh my God, I think you're fabulous. And they pad your ego so great, so well. That you tell yourself, oh, my God, you can definitely land this client. If you just do what you're supposed to do and you give as much information and as much detail as possible, they will definitely mm -hmm. see your value and your worth and they're going to invest in you. They are yeah. not, honey. They are not mm -hmm. going to. But there are some people out there who are, their aim is to get as much as they can get for free. But, yes. but they expect people to pay them when they want their stuff. Yes, yes. It's a very selfish, yes. very, very selfish position to, to adopt. And those types of people definitely waste your time. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. And it's not, and it's not so much that they don't know that you're worth it. They're just not willing to invest. That's just what it is. As Jamila said, they are quite selfish. They want people to invest in them, but they are not willing to invest in you or even invest in themselves so that mm -hmm. you can help them take them from point A to point B. And yeah. they would come ridiculous things like they want to barter services that makes absolutely no sense for your business. Now I know we spoke about bartering a couple episodes ago and what makes sense, but in this case, they just want to see how much they can get out of you for free by any <laughs> means necessary. And that's just mm -hmm. not the way to do business. No, it's not. It really isn't the way to do business. I think, I think that type of energy um, would see that your business will only stay at a particular level. You won't grow past a certain point because you don't have respect for other entrepreneurs in the game. You know, you kind of see your business and, okay, well, you know, you have to pay, pay me to get what I have, but um, I want to be able to eke out as much as I can for free mm -hmm. from you and from others who would do that. And it really is a very selfish position to adopt and um it it, it, those types those are the types of people who will always find a reason not to pay their bill because the supplier the supplier or something in their mind didn't do something that's a very very yeah. very um terrible trait to have and um people like that are into usury so don't you as, as i always say every episode if you are that person please get it together please get it together we are not here for it right and if you are on the other side of that just be mindful that those people um really aren't interested in you you know be 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 very careful you see one of the things i don't one of the things i don't particularly like is when people ask me for things 
when I don't know them. And this could apply to anything at all. So I got a lot of people in my inbox on LinkedIn. I would literally just add them and they sent me something to um, go and read their book. I don't know you. Why would you want me to? Why would I want to read your book? Right? Or they send me a video, go subscribe to my channel. Again, I don't know you. Right? So I can't get catch, as, as, as I said, I can't get catch at World Trainer. But I can't get caught. <laughs> right? I, I, I can't get caught in that. And as you said, you know, it really was when you just started and you really, really wanted somebody to um, believe in you and take notice and see that you are somebody who could actually deliver on a lot of new entrepreneurs. And which is why which is one of the reasons why we, we talk about topics like these is because a lot of new entrepreneurs get caught in that web. You know, yeah, they, they, do. they try to go above and beyond thinking that, you know, this will eventually turn into something. But let me tell you this. It's just like, and the only thing I can like, and it's just like when you're dating, right? It's two women hosting the show, so God, I must talk about a little bit. <laughs> it's just like when you're dating somebody, you can't want to give them your whole, your heart and soul on the first date, right? Mm-hmm. Because what, what happens is that the, the, the level of value that they have for that thing or the level, the level, the, the way that they value that thing will not be the same as if they have to um, go through certain channels and they have to work for it, essentially, right? Yeah. And when I say work for it in the context of a potential client, partner, or prospect, or whatever the case is, is that person respecting your process, that person showing up in your inbox, and when they say, well, no, I don't do that, if you want to work with me or if you want engage with me, you have to book an appointment with me to do so and so. And it's that person actually hearing you say that and respecting that process, not taking offense yeah. at it, not being upset at it, not being angry about it, right? Because they, they recognize that I can't or you can't come and pick their brain or pick their products off the shelf or ask them for a ride on their bike if they have a bike shop or drive in their car if they have a car, a car dealership, or you know, a bite of their food if they have a food establishment, <clears throat> you know. What I mean? So yeah, it really is. I think, I think mm-hmm. too. I think what happens is, as you quite rightfully said, we get so caught up when we when we're young, right? But we have to remember that these people are seasoned, like well seasoned con people right and that's like that's the best way I could describe it so they see in you what you don't even see in yourself and they say aha I can get what I need to get out of this person if I just string them along and there are people like that there are dishonest people like that and I think you know if you offer free consultations you know offer your free consultations but when the person keeps coming back and their name dropping, and they just want you to check this and stuff like that. Approach them, sorry, reply to them and say, you know what, I'd love to help you, but um, a consultation of this magnitude is going to cost this amount. And you will see the conversation change, right? Mm -hmm. They would either leave you alone, which more Mm -hmm. than likely they would, Right, mm-hmm. or they may realize, you know what, I got caught. We spend this money now. The last money is slim to none, 
let's be real here. But at least they will know that you, where you stand and that you're a professional and you're not willing to take this BS, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So from the time, I mean, the first time they do it, you may not realize, or maybe they may approach you as a friend, or maybe it may be a friend or who you consider a friend in business, right? And you may say, well, okay, you know what? I know this person, let me give this advice. Second time, hit them with the consultation fee. Say, guy, I know I do initial consultations for free, but my fee moving forward is this amount per hour. And watch the conversation change because mm -hmm. automatically different level because you're okay. letting them know this is my boundary and you're not going to cross it. Yes. In the words of Maximus, don't cross the border, baby. Of course. Yes. All foreign people don't know who Maximus Dan is, right? So Maximus Dan <laughs> is a Calypsonian here in Tobago. Please Google him and listen to his music. Yes, that line is from one of his songs. And, and yeah. like, you two have to, and that also, that, that, what you said there in terms of um, you putting yourself in a different league speaks to the whole idea of positioning as well. So your whole positioning changes mm -hmm. in some people's view. When they, um, when when you actually put your boundaries up, and I really do, you know, one one thing I have to say though, I have to say that that I find that behavior like that um, is very manipulative, and um, it, it really, really is unacceptable and really inappropriate when people try to manipulate mm -hmm. you and they try to see. So there are some people I know I would never attract them because because of this probably the shows shows like this and th things that we say <laughs> you know but because it, it's been, we've been there we've done that and we, we recognize the game right yeah, so we do some people are okay with only engaging starter level people and getting starter level things no nothing nothing's wrong with being a starter but obviously experience our experience speaks vol speaks for a lot when you're doing something mm -hmm. right so um, Definitely. I, I consider it to be extremely manipulative. So just be mindful and be careful that people aren't being mm -hmm. super just because they want something. Because I have come across people like that and it is very, very strange and very, very weird for me because I don't do that. If I don't like it, I don't like it. If I like it, I like it. The good thing you know? about it is that you would recognize it because, I mean, even now people do that. They do the same thing. They show up on my WhatsApp and they say, oh, I saw you on X, Y, and Z and you were fabulous could you help me with this? What do you think of that? And, you know, it's easier to recognize and you can dismiss it. I mean, experience will tell you how to deal with it, right? You can dismiss the person off, you can ignore it. But the, the fact of the matter is that you recognize all victims it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. All right, and last but not least, final time racer the dictators yeah the do what i say to do because i say to do it type of people Even though I am and why do we say that <laughs> and why do we say they are time wasters why because they don't see you as a partner you're an employee mm -hmm. your your job is to do whatever they say to do mm -hmm. and that is not a good place to be especially for an entrepreneur because you didn't leave your corporate or whatever to go off on your own 
to now be working for somebody else. That's not how life is for an entrepreneur. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like that have a lot of issues letting go. They always have to be in control. And those types of people really, they really stunt their own development because you cannot expect to engage um, an expert in their space to get a job done. But then you are still mic- trying to micromanage them. And, and, and even if that's the case, you need, to, you need to hire an employee. That's what you need to do. Hire an employee, yeah. hire an officer, a manager, a virtual assistant, whatever the case may be for the structure of your business. Right, mm-hmm. but you can't want to hire a consultant and treat them like an employee, and that happens a lot. Exactly, in Tobago, mm-hmm. a lot. I see people who are consultants, but they they are governed by the same rules. And I'm like, when well, you come to work eight to four, like everybody else, I as a consultant, I cannot do that. I am telling you what days I'm coming here. Right, we will agree on what days if I have to be physically somewhere, and um, and I am available at so and so hours. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, dictators are people who just want more employees. They, they really don't want expert service. They just want people to do to do what Whatever they say. Is, yeah. They are not the experts, right? <laughs> I've, guys, I've seen this in action. They are not the expert. They think they know, but they have no idea. And as a result, exactly. they're wasting time because nobody gets the results that what's supposed to happen. You don't get the result from them because they do not do the work as outlined by you because they have their own, their own way. And they don't get the result because, of course, they're doing everything advised by themselves. They are their best own best advisor, which has never worked for them anymore. <laughs> own best advisor. <laughs> the good thing about these dictators is that you see them coming a mile away, right? They can't hide it. They can't hide their attitude and their ignorance. and their... They can't hide it. I actually had somebody um, message me, no, call me, saw me on LinkedIn. So I was connected with someone she knew, got my phone number, called me and said, I need you to do this. All you have to do is do what it is I tell you to do. (laughs) Well, first of all, that's not how you start a conversation, right? And secondly, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works, right? We have a conversation. We decide what is the best strategy based on your goal. And then we make a plan of action. No, I just have to do whatever she says. So I Mm -hmm. said to her lovingly, as lovingly as a Trini can, why don't you just, you know, maybe look into hiring somebody that can do what it is you want them to do? Because I am not an employee right? I'm not an employee. I'm supposed to be your partner, right? And her response was, so you don't want this job? (laughs) First of all, no. (laughs) Not a job. I just talked to you about partnership. And Mm -hmm. two, not if that that is how you're going to talk on the phone. Imagine if I took their baby Jesus out of my son (laughs) and decided to take the quote-unquote job my life would have been a living hell, right? Mm-hmm. So, no. And that's, that's the good thing about these people. They, they show themselves. They can't help mm-hmm. it. They know everything. You don't know anything, right? You just have to do what they say to do. And then, obviously, when nothing happens, they blame you, not themselves, right? 
So why go through that stress? Why go through mm-hmm. that headache? Tell them thanks, mm-hmm. but no thanks. For sure. For <laughs> sure. I'm good. Like, I'm good. I'm good, you know. I'm good. Yeah. That yeah. really isn't a quote-unquote job that I need. Yeah, right? because- I think too, they probably think that you're motivated by money too. So like if they dangle a couple thousand dollars in front of you, like, oh my God, money, let me go. No, I have my pride and my values and I don't need that kind of stress in my life. Well, see, that too, that, that too shows you where their, their mind is because that is something that could trap an employee, somebody who is of, a, who is of an employee mindset. Not that, not that that is a bad thing, but I'm just saying an entrepreneur is willing to, somebody who has been at this thing is, is willing to forego certain things if they know it means a headache. They will be like, you know mm-hmm. what, that, is, that, that opportunity may seem decent, but to be honest, it's not going to be because those types of people also to think, think there's a certain level of ownership, so they might want to call you at any hour and they might want to um, demand that you respond to them at a particular time. And they want you to come to meetings whenever they want. And they don't have any respect for the fact that, okay, you're not going to come to every meeting. That's not your, that's not your arrangement. Right? Because your job has to do with achieving a very specific result. Right? Mm-hmm. And if you are given the flexibility and freedom to get that done, um, yeah, it is not going to work out. So, it's and for not. me, the, one of the most frustrating things is to put effort and energy into something and, I, and it just doesn't turn out the way my reputation is tied up in your performance. So when you yeah. decide that, and I know what you're going to do, the people like them want to always hire the most qualified, the most, you know, they have so many letters and numbers behind their names, whatever the case may be. But at the same time, they still don't listen. So my thing is that you can't put, you can't put a tiger in a cage and expect them to be okay. Let yeah. people know. Let people do what they're <laughs> supposed to do, right? Agreed. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, at the end of the day, to be honest, from a personal branding point of view and from a from a peace of mind point of view, those are the people you definitely want to avoid because your reputation, again, is tied up in their performance. And if they go telling people, yes, I'm working with this one now and I'm working with that one now and I'm working and they call your name, and at the end of the, at the, end of the day, Whatever they were trying to um, achieve still hasn't been achieved. Who, who do you think is going to be looked at? And you know what? You know what they're going to do? They're going to blame you for the lack of results. Exactly. That is what mm-hmm. they're going to do. Because as far as most times those people are concerned, they tell you already what to do. So just do it and you're supposed to get the result. But they don't, even, they don't even stop to recognize or they don't even stop to take stock of the fact that that is the problem. You're trying to tell me what to do. That is where the problem lies. And you're not allowing, um, you're not relinquishing any control whatsoever. And just tonight, um, I was having, uh, what, earlier, earlier on, I was having a conversation with some someone and I was telling them, they were kind of giving me some, some stories about an experience they were having. And I told them, let me tell you something. A business will never grow past the point of the, of the leadership. If the owner of the business, if the CEO, the managing director, whomever is in charge, does not put in the work to develop, to do a certain level of personal development, to recognize when they need to make certain changes in their attitude, 
and make certain changes in the way that they handle things, the way they deal with things, the way they allow other people to get room to develop and so on. If they don't have any, they don't place any value on personal development, the business will never grow past a certain point. The business will only grow as far as that person's growth. If, they are, if, they, if their growth is stunted, what will, what will happen is that it will reach a certain level. They will not pass a certain point in terms of profits or in terms of clients or whatever the case may be. And the people who are working for them will become frustrated as well. And one or two things would happen. They would just become numb and they would just be in a system like a, like a rusty cog or they will resign and they will leave, right? So exactly. it makes no sense. And those are the businesses that try to function on consultants because employees come and go so often they're afraid to hire. Mm -hmm. Is that employees come and go so because employee is an employee is an expense. As a consultant, you don't have as much obligation. Right? Mm -hmm. So you'd find consultants come and go, come and go, come and go all the time. So those are things to look out for in terms of the person's pattern of behavior as well and their history to know whether or not mm, is this a match for me? Are they going to possibly waste my time? So yeah. you have to definitely keep that in mind for sure, for sure. Yeah. So, guys, there you have it. There you have it. The time is business yes. dodgeball. So, yes. uh, so, keep an eye out for the one, the ER. You know, the ones yes. that are all everything is an emergency. Oh my God, they need everything now. Keep an yes. eye out for the ones that want their own way and have zero respect for you and your process. Look out for the brain pickers. Oh my God, they are abundant, the brain pickers. And of course, last but not least, the dictators to do what I say and nothing else. And yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there are others that we have not covered. And if you guys know of any potential time wasters, please let us know. Drop us a message. Let us know how fabulous we are. And let us know... <laughs> Let us know on our pages. Mine is at Carly Communications on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And Jamila, your pages? Jamila Bannister on LinkedIn. Jamila, you know what? Connect with me on Facebook now. I'm really feeling Facebook these days, guys. Facebook is like feeling me, and I'm feeling Facebook. And I even have a new group, guys, <laughs> called the Branded Tribe. So feel free to check it out and come over to Facebook and join. My Facebook page is JB the Branding, and that's where you find the group. And on Instagram, um, JB Branding. But forgive me if I'm not too active on Instagram these days. Y'all are just too much social. I just can't keep up on everything. <laughs> yeah, and let us know how you're feeling about this episode. Again, let us know if there are any ones that we missed or if any of these resonated with you. Have you met any of these four time wasters on your journey? And let us know how you dealt with it, right? Save someone else from the stress. It's all about people to see things and avoid it as much as possible. You know, it's like a pothole in the road. Like we in Trini, we have like a lot of potholes. So we look <laughs> at the car in front of us. If the car in front of us swerve, we swerve in too, right? So mm -hmm. keep that in mind. For sure. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of Shut Up and Listen. Um, thank you for your continued support. And um, thank you for shutting up and listening. Listening. All right. See you next week, guys. <laughs> next week. Bye. Bye.
You have just been enlightened and entertained by Jamila Bannister and Carla Johnson on the Shut Up and Listen podcast. We expect that you will be listening next week. To keep up with us while you wait, connect with me, Jamila, on social media by searching J. Bannister Branding on Facebook, JB Branding on Instagram, or Jamila Bannister on LinkedIn. To keep up with Carla, search for Carly Media on Facebook and Instagram or Carla Williams Johnson on LinkedIn.